You're listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Bronfman Center for Jewish Student Life. Our guest today is Daniel Edelson, a graduate student in Steinhardt studying food studies. I, like I always, I always wanted. Uh, may, maybe it's part of my because my my parents are American and I was in Israel and I kind of like. Uh, but I always wanted. I felt like, I, I guess, what pushed me a little bit out of Israel um, for periods of my life was the fact that I felt Israel was like very uh, detached from what happening in the world. And then when I went to Hong Kong, it was exactly the opposite. Hong Kong is so interconnected to the markets because it's mm-hmm. such a global hub. Everything is, you know, the uh, a crisis in in Brazil with the. Uh, with the pineapples, whatever, it's just um, a crisis, whatever, and pineapples and it affects directly what's going on in Hong Kong. So everything is much more connected. You get brands. I used to love to go to the supermarket, you know, and just be able to see this is from Mexico. This is from, uh, you know, Iran. This is from Israel. This is from uh, China. I just have like this entire, you know, world on your on your table, on your plate, literally. Really, again, love this kind of diversity. You know, I walk in New York and I see there's no pattern of the people. Like everyone is so different. Uh, and, and, you know, that's something I really love. I, I think first thing I realized in Hong Kong was how how the Jewish community is different than the Israeli community. It's like very distinctively different. Um, but the Jewish community is very different. I you know when I went to these Jewish community events, I felt uh, a little bit out of place. Like it's really it's interesting because it really made made me understand how like you know how these ways <laughs> separated or how how much influence you have. I mean to the place you're obviously living in. You know so these Jewish community from from Belgium, from uh, from the states of course, from France. Everyone's so different and they're very local to their uh, nation as well as I uh, from Israel. Um, you know, like even you know, even if they invite me for Friday meals and like we 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 can establish relationships, there was always this kind of like barrier. You know, there's it's a lot, it's a lot to do. I think with you know this the current state of Israel. You know, it's not even getting into politics. It's just like you know this basic fact that today we're getting we're getting more and more separated. My parents are American and they made Aliyah um, around 40 years ago, so I was born in Israel, but my parents are still very much American, you know, they still celebrate uh, 4th of July, they, they don't celebrate in Jewish, like, they don't celebrate uh, Yom Ha'atzma'ut or whatever, I mean, they do in their way, but they're not like making a big fuss. Very much American, you know, my, my American friends, when they come visit me uh, at my parents, they always say, wow, this is such an American house, we feel like in Philly, we feel like, you know, it can be any house in, in America. So I was raised into this atmosphere. Of course, I never knew as a, you know, as a kid that I'm different. But I guess we, they also always chose to live in a kibbutz. They never wanted to be alone. You know, they, they, they didn't imagine themselves celebrating the holidays or Shabbatot or like the Saturdays 
uh, alone. So they wanted kind of like to have this community. But we were never actually members of the kibbutz, meaning like my father's a doctor, you know, he's, uh, they wanted, you know, kind of to, to be um, non-members of the kibbutz, but live in the kibbutz and kind of enjoy the benefits. And we just basically paid for the what other kibbutz members got for free. Um, so I think that already kind of made me a little bit of an outsider. Like all my friends, you know, their parents were these, uh, you know, um, uh, farmers or like dairy uh, farmers. And I was like envy of them. You know, my father, like, you know, he's a doctor. What is he doing? I mean, I was, that was like my upbringing. And I never, I never felt entirely part of that community. But also, of course, also we lived in the States for one year. Then uh, it was one or two years when I was in, uh, I think, in first grade uh, here in this area. But I also didn't feel like this is my my home. I came back to Israel. I didn't even speak a word in Hebrew. I needed to learn the language again. And I think that really kind of defined who I am today. It's like a lot of this feeling that you you're not there's no real roots anywhere. Like you're not here. You're not there. And you're kind of like uh, you know somewhere in the middle. And that's something interesting enough in Hong Kong. I experienced it a lot because Hong Kong is also such a you know kind of rootless place. There's a very uh, mix of everything and this kind of rootless feeling is, is something that is uh is really hard to deal with but you know today in today here i'm in new york or like when i was in hong kong i always did feel i'm part of israel i'm very israeli i, I actually you mean i mean it's something that you know comes out of you once you're with interacting with other kind of people you see how much the israeli character is is uh, built in i mean maybe it's obvious for a lot of people but i I always thought, you know, my parents are American, so I kind of like, I mean, American is not a culture, it's kind of what I am used to. It's like the mainstream, that's like the day-to-day life. But here I can definitely see America, and it's a culture. There's a very, there's very distinctive things that happen only in America, and it's not necessarily, you know, reality in, in other cases. There's a lot of, you know, fluff here. There's a lot of like, you know, kind of like PR, yeah, I can call it. And it's kind of, and it's so, yeah, in certain aspects, it's more honest and more it's more easy to connect to people because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, in the, in the states, uh, the small talk stays in a small talk level, and it's very it's very hard um, to kind of um, you know bridge beyond the superficial. I can tell you honestly, I think I I a little bit struggle even like now to kind of I feel like there's a lot of times there's no bounce in the conversation like mm-hmm. something is really there's a lot of there's the, the norms here that you have to, to to go through certain level stages one two three in order to get to kind of like a main maybe a meaningful connection but again this all comes back you know again the different aspects of Israeli is Jewish so there there is like there's it's two parallel lines mm-hmm. but they're definitely not the same and we definitely have to work maybe a little bit artificially to kind of you know bring them together i think i wear my israeliness on on my sleeve you know it's not it's not (laughs) it's not something that you can really hide so i don't feel people don't know these things about me i mean maybe they you know in the beginning they don't i don't you know go everywhere and say hi i'm israeli um uh but when people ask me um I guess my identity, I would say, definitely is I'm not ashamed of it. You know, it's. Uh, I, I even came to to embrace my uh, my uh, accent after you know Gal Gadot made it cool. <laughs> so I don't I don't feel like it's something that's not known about me. But I think you know I'm I'm proud of my my Israeli identity. I'm proud of my Jewish identity. It's not something that I'm hiding. Um, it's it's very it's like a distinctive part of me. I'm I'm not 
I don't think it's it's even something I can I can hide if I wanted. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective of the NYU Bronfman Center. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts for new episodes every Monday. 